Chapter 3 Welcome to Warlocks and Workouts. You've successfully infiltrated the lower levels of the Temple of Mohau. You witnessed a meeting between the bent-backed warlock and a group of armed goblins. You chased a goblin guard up a winding stairway and knocked it unconscious, and then discovered a chest with some new boots which made you feel more agile. Now you're standing in a small room at the top of the stairway, with an unlocked door before you. As you move toward the door, you prepare to start a light jog. Three, two, one, go. The door clicks closed behind you as you jog into a long, polished stone hallway. One, two, one, two. The hall is flanked by tapestries and columns which seem to have been chiseled out of the mountain. Tall granite columns support an arched ceiling like the roof of a grand old church. And as the ceiling gets higher and higher, more wooden beams crisscross from wall to wall, creating an elaborate bird's nest of timber. You hear the distinct rattle of a key being inserted into a lock somewhere behind you. There's no time to hide. You prepare to sprint in three, two, one, go. You whiz past doors as you get some distance from the sound. One, two, one, two. You hear a door open some way behind you, followed by footsteps. 10 seconds. You rush around a bend in the hall and hear footsteps behind you moving in your direction. Three, two, one, break. You skid to a stop just beyond the bend and glance upwards at the rafters. The shadows up there look deep enough to hide in. You spot handholds in the wall to your left and prepare to scale it with ladder climbs in three, two, one, go. You ladder climb up the wall. One, two, one, two, digging your fingers into the slim handholds. The rafters are a long way overhead, about 10 seconds away. Your toes slip, knocking a brazier to the floor with a clatter. You strain to hear any changes in the footsteps following you. A rafter is almost within reach. Three, two, one, break. You pull yourself up just in time. The footsteps grow louder and you look down to see the bent-backed warlock approaching. He's hunched over in his robe, clutching his goat skull staff and muttering to himself. The thumping of his feet on the flagstone turn into a clunk as he kicks the fallen brazier. He goes quiet and looks up, squinting into the darkness. You prepare to drop into a plank to get out of his line of sight in three, two, one, go. You drop down in a low plank and keep your core squeezed tight as the warlock squints into the darkness just below you. This hallway is lit only by a few magical torches, but you've been spotted in dimmer light by guards before. 15 seconds. You see his right arm raise and a green light twists around his palm. He squints upward like he's searching for you. Then he grunts, lowers his arm, and walks away, kicking the brazier as he passes. Break. You watch the warlock head down the hall. He's moving fast, like he's got somewhere important to be. Whatever he's up to, you don't want to miss it. Keeping out of sight will be easier if you stay up high, but you'll need to move quietly. You prepare to use walking lunges to cross the rafters in three, two, one, go. You lunge across the rafter. One and two. One and two. Sinking down into a deep lunge with each step. The figure of the warlock below you comes back into view, almost directly below you and within earshot once more. The warlock wrings his hands and mutters to himself. He keeps reaching inside his long robes like he has something hidden in his breast pocket. Not much longer, he says. Come dawn, this entire filthy continent will feel the wrath of Vastok the Devourer. The warlock stops. He spins around, looking into the dark. 
You prepare to drop to a low plank in two, one, go. You drop to a low plank as the warlock glowers upwards. That pest, he growls. The ethereal green light oozes from his sleeves once again, flickering inside the eye sockets of the skulls on his belt. All of the torches along the walls flare brighter. Fifteen seconds. Your heart races, and you prepare to leap down and fight. Then the warlock grumbles. It can't be, he says, and the green light fades away. He turns away, then moves on again. Three, two, one, break. You take a few breaths in as you wait for the old warlock to move away and make a little gap between you. Even with your new boots, the old man seems to have keen hearing. You wait a few more moments, then prepare to follow with walking lunges. Three, two, one, go. You begin your lunges again. One and two. One and two. You watch the warlock as you follow him down the now brightly lit hallway. The old necromancer grasps at something inside his black robes. He reminds you of a rich merchant keeping a firm grip on his coin purse. Twenty seconds. Up ahead, the gaps between the rafters are completely choked by glistening spider webs. No way are you lunging through that. Instead, you might be able to hang from the beam by your hands and feet and follow the warlock without being spotted. You prepare to switch to bicycle crunches to climb beneath the beams in three, two, one. Ready? Go! You hang from the rafter upside down, moving along its underside and avoiding the spider webs using steady bicycle crunches. One, two, one, two. The warlock is muttering to himself again, and you can hear every word he's saying. What's taking the others so long to find Vostok's bones? He says. This summoning ritual would be done by now if I was working alone. Ten seconds. You keep your core tight as you pass beneath the last of the spiderwebs. Three, two, one, break. You climb back into the rafters and take a drink. Down below, the warlock fidgets in his pocket. You hear something clinking inside. Hiring goblins was our first mistake, he says. Incompetent little savages. He thumps his staff against the floor, and the torches along the wall dim back to a faint glow. But they have their uses. The warlock begins walking again, and you prepare to follow up in the rafters with more walking lunges in three, two, one, go. You make sure to take long steps, sinking deep into each lunge. One and two, one and two. By moving slowly, you stay quiet and controlled. All the warlock's attention is on whatever he's hiding in his pocket. Soon, he mutters, Vostok will rise, and the world will crumble in his mighty jaws. Soon. With his final word, the skulls hanging from his belt glow bright green. Magical flames boil from their jaws. The sight sends icicles into your veins. Ten seconds. You see another curtain of spiderwebs up ahead, blocking your path. You prepare to climb underneath using bicycle crunches in five, four, three, two, one, go. You swing underneath the rafters and climb upside down past the spiderwebs using bicycle crunches. One, two, one, two. The rafters are ancient oak stained dark by smoke. From the look of things, you wouldn't be surprised if the hall was centuries old. Fifteen seconds. Below, the warlock carries on muttering as he continues his journey down the corridor. The corridor widens into a larger hall lined with wooden doors. 
You pass the last of the webs in three, two, one, break. You climb up onto the beams just as two doors on either side of the hallway creak open. Three goblins in heavy armor step into the hall. One is wearing an oversized helmet and he stumbles into the warlock's path. Fool! The warlock wraps his knuckles on the goblin's helmet, ringing it like a bell. Do something useful and clean up that fallen brazier back there! The warlock departs and you prepare to follow him using walking lunges in three, two, one, go. Walking lunges carry you between the huge oak beams. One and two. One and two. You're about three quarters of the way down the corridor now. The steps of the goblin guards fade behind you and you wonder if you should expect them to return. You step around a cracked beam and see one last tangle of spiderwebs up ahead. You're almost at the end of this massive corridor. Fifteen seconds. Below you, you hear a jangle of steel as the warlock pulls a big key ring from his pockets. You reach the spider webs and prepare to switch to a final set of bicycle crunches. Three, two, one, go. You hang from the last section of rafters and crawl underneath using bicycle crunches. One, two, one, two. The warlock's pace slows and he approaches a door which looks no different from all the others in the hallway. He selects a red key from the key ring and jams it into the door's lock. Without me, he grumbles, this whole scheme would have fallen apart. The lock thunks open. You approach the end of the rafters and climb back up in three, two, one, break. Inches squeak as the warlock slips through the doorway and closes it behind him. You take a quick drink. Those hinges pose a problem. You won't be able to follow without alerting anyone inside. You look back at the beams and spot a space between the stones leading into the next room, like someone forgot to plug the gap with mortar. You lie on your stomach. By pressing against the two beams with your arms and legs in a Superman position, you should be able to edge your way in. You prepare to hold a Superman pose in three, two, one, go. You ease into the gap in the stone by holding a Superman. Your elbows and knees are off the floor, and you move your arms and legs out and in to creep through that tight space. The gap is tight, but no tighter than the chimney you crawled through to get into this temple in the first place. 20 seconds. By now you've moved far enough to see through into the next room. It's a large square of gray stone. Wooden crates are stacked against the walls, and a space has been cleared in the center. You see white chalk scribblings all across the floor. Almost through. Three, two... One, break. You stand up in the rafters and catch your breath. About 20 feet below, you see the warlock striding towards the diagram. It's a massive circle that almost reaches the walls. It reminds you of a compass, but instead of directions, there are drawings of gemstones shaped like snake scales at each point. Time to follow. The rafters here are too far apart for lunges. You take a deep breath in and get ready to jump across the rafters in three, two, one, go. You jump between the rafters, throwing your hands up and out at 45 degrees to get maximum distance. Jump. Jump. You glance down. Below, the warlock bumps against a wooden crate as he kneels down to inspect the diagram. 15 seconds. You hear him muttering. Four scales of infinite worth, the song said. It took so long to find them. If only I could have kept them for myself, but those fools wanted to share. Ah, they're like children. Five, 
four, three, two, one, break. You pause atop a rafter to catch your breath. Below you, the warlock marches onward. He stops next to a drawing of what looks like a vertebrae. You hear him mutter, What was the next line? Holy bones beneath the earth. Ah, this filthy dump of a temple goes down for miles. But we'll rip those bones out from the bedrock if we have to. You eye the next set of rafters and prepare to resume jumps in three, two, one, go. You follow the warlock, leaping between rafters. Jump, jump. You lift your knees with each jump, making sure to push off each rafter the moment you land. 20 seconds. As the warlock approaches the far side of the diagram, he growls under his breath. A snake god wakes to greet the dawn, they said. If my research is correct, it must be done before tomorrow's sunrise, or this was all for naught. The final rafter is just a few yards away. Three, two, one, break. You land atop the wooden beam and watch the warlock leave the circle. He strides past a stack of boxes towards a small green door, then wrenches it open, steps through, and slams it behind him. You look down. It's 20 feet to the floor below, but there are several tall stacks of crates along the wall. Each is a different height, which you should be able to leap between to reach the ground. You prepare to descend using jumps in three, two, one, go. You jump from the rafter down to the first stack of crates, then to the next. Jump, jump. You hear the wooden boxes clunk and rattle beneath your weight. One shift says you leap off and you hear the twang of a crossbow string inside it. 15 seconds. You keep jumping from crate to crate. Some are higher than others, some are lower, but you're steadily making your way down to the ground. Almost done now. Five seconds, four, three, two, one, break. You land on the floor, take a drink, and move towards the green door. This is it, in and out. As you enter, the warlock spins around. He stands before a blood-spattered desk. Atop the desk is the warlock's goat skull staff and a pile of bones stripped of meat. His face contorts in fury. I knew I smelled a rat, he growls, pulling out a wicked-looking knife. Did you come to hear the end of the song? He stalks towards you, and takes a wild slash at your chest. You skid back, barely dodging the blade. You raise your fists to your face and prepare to punch. Three, two, one, go. You throw fast punches. One, two, one, two, one, two. The blade flashes and you dance around the bent back warlock slashes. He's much faster than you anticipated and easily strong enough to stand his ground. You keep punching. One, two. His growls echo across the room with each wild lunge. You catch him several times in the chest and he stumbles back towards his desk. His knife embeds deeply into the wood and you hear him curse with fury. You press the attack. Three, two, one, break. Before you can react, the warlock's hands glow a sickly green. A circle of the same green light appears on the floor under your feet and begins to boil with magic. I'll make you suffer, he growls. And before you can react, thin, skeletal hands reach up out of the light. They grab you by the ankles and wrists, pulling you face first onto the floor. You have to break free. You prepare to use push-ups to escape in three, two, one, go. 
You try to shake free of the grasping hands with push-ups. One, two, one, two. The warlock stomps towards you and kicks you in the side. Let me finish the song for you. The last line goes, the great devourer is reborn. But you won't be around to see Vastok's summoning. Ten seconds. More hands rise up and grasp at your shirt and pants. You sink down slow to loosen their grip, then push up fast to shake them off. Three, two, one, break. The last skeletal hands fall away and you jump to your feet. The warlock steps back, raising his fists. Just give up now, he hisses. I'll end it quickly, but dare to fight me and I'll make your death agonizing. You raise your fists and prepare to fight the warlock with punches. Three, two, one, go. The warlock staggers back as you punch out hard and fast. One, two, one, two. You make sure to snap your fists back after each punch to guard your face. The warlock punches out at you with bony fists. You're a pest, he growls. I'll tear you apart. The green magic pulses from his sleeves, and the skeletal hands erupt from below in a blaze of green light, grabbing at your ankles. As they drag you down, you prepare to pull free using push-ups. Three, two, one, go. The hands grasp and claw as you do push-ups. One, two, one, two. You can feel them reaching out across your clothing, pulling at anything they can. 20 seconds. The warlock delivers another barrage of hard kicks to your ribs. You brace your core and keep fighting to free yourself. They always fight, the warlock cackles. Agonizing death it is, then. Green light pulses beneath you, and more bony hands shoot out of the ground and grasp you tight in three, two, one, break. The hands pull you face down into the stone floor, and you take a moment to catch your breath. Pathetic, the warlock says. I am Grismund, a necromancer of the Seventh Circle, and I'll slit your throat like I have the hundred others who came before you. He turns towards his desk and grasps his knife, trying to yank it out of the wood. His eyes bulge. It doesn't move. You grit your teeth and prepare to move back to push-ups. Three, two, one, go. You begin push-ups with your hands under your shoulders. One, two, one, two. With each push-up, you feel the grasping skeleton hands tear free and the magical bind loosens. The warlock's attention is still on the knife. Magic flares from his sleeves as it refuses to budge. Fifteen seconds. As the last skeletal hands fall away, Grismond whirls around. <sighs> I'll strangle you instead, cries the warlock and steps towards you. You prepare to stand and switch to punches in three, two, one, go. You drive the warlock back with hard punches, forcing him up against the wall. One, two, one, two. He lashes out at you and spirals of green magic crackle from his sleeves as you dodge his blows. You pull your fists back after each punch to protect your face and keep the pressure on. 20 seconds. You land several blows and the warlock stumbles. Grisman curses. Green light erupts from his sleeves, but you land a punch on his jaw and the light flutters out like a candle in a strong wind. You get a final flurry of punches past his guard and the warlock falls to the floor, stunned. Three, two, one, break. Grisman collapses to the floor. 
A leather pouch tumbles from his robes, but the necromancer's too stunned to notice. You grab the pouch, then turn around as the warlock begins to stir. He groans, and tendrils of green magic flicker around him. Time to get out of here. You rush outside and look around for something to block the door. The crates by the entrance will do the trick. You prepare to wall sit against a crate to push it against the door in three, two, one, go. You drop into a wall sit with your back straight against the crate and your knees bent at 90 degrees. Your wall sit shoves the heavy crate inch by inch towards the door. Your hands are free as you hold the wall sit and you take the opportunity to peek inside the pouch. You gasp as you see a white gem the size of an eyeball. It sparkles with malevolent magic. You stuff the gem into your satchel. Spires, you hate magic. But at least it'll fetch a good price once you're back home and out of this madness. 30 seconds. You hear slow, pained footsteps coming from inside the room. <sighs> you vermin. You hear Grisman hiss. The footsteps drag their way closer to the door. Then there's a pause and a scream. No! My gem scale! I'll tear out your bones, you dirty thief! The wooden crate scrapes along the floor. Not much further. Almost. Almost. The crate bonks against the door in three, two, one, break. You take a drink and get to your feet as the warlock howls in rage as he approaches the door. You hear the door handle rattling, but the huge crate prevents the door from opening. There's a moment of silence. Then, something heavy slams against the door, and the crate jolts forward. It moved less than an inch, but you can't risk the warlock escaping. You prepare to wall sit and hold the crate in place in three, two, one, go. You drop to wall sit against the crate and hold it in place against the door, making sure your knees are at 90 degrees. You listen closely, picking up the sounds of footsteps and movement inside the warlock's chamber. He doesn't seem like the sort to give up this easily. You take the time to look down at the huge chalk diagram sketched across the floor. Most of the runes are unfamiliar, but you recognize one part of the illustration. The gemstone at the north point of the compass looks very similar to the one you just stole. 30 seconds. You hear a thump as the warlock bangs on the door. I'll take your bones, Grisman hisses and hammers harder against the wood. You can feel each impact through the crate. Did you hear me? I'll take your bones! You hear footsteps accelerating and then a boom as the warlock throws himself against the door. The crate splits. Three, two, one, break. You shake out your legs and catch your breath. You barely held against Grisman's attacks and with the crate now split, a few more blows will shatter it completely. You need to add more weight to this door jam fast. You spot another crate nearby. That should buy you at least a few more minutes to get out of this place. You dash to the new crate, preparing to drop to a wall sit to push the new crate up against the first. Three, two, one, go. You drop into a wall sit against the second crate and push towards the door, keeping your back straight and core tense. It groans and scrapes against the flagstones as it slowly edges towards the door. You hear rapid footsteps, followed by another boom. The first crate shudders, cracking like an egg. The door jolts open an inch, and you see Grisman's mad eyes staring wildly through the tiny gap. I see you, the warlock hisses. 
prepare for an eternity of pain, you vermin. 30 seconds. You keep your wall sit tight and the crate squeaks towards the door. How dare you? Grisman screams inside the room, beating his fists on the wood. I'll wear your eyes as earrings. I'll wear your guts as socks. I'll... The second crate shoves up against the first, slamming the door shut and trapping the warlock's beard in the door. White strands jut out like the bristles on an old broom. The warlock's rantings turn into muffled screeches. Three, two, one, done. You stand up and shake out your legs. You hear the warlock shrieking in outrage. He slams his fists pathetically against the door. You guess he can't get much of a run-up with his beard trapped in the door. It's time to get out of here. You're going to have to retrace your steps all the way back up to the temple entrance, except this time, there's an army of goblins standing in your way. Not to mention the bone golem, which could be anywhere. But it's all worth it. You tuck the massive gemstone into your satchel, marveling at its weight. This is your ticket to riches. If you can get it back to civilization in one piece and sell it, you'll be set for life. But if you can't escape this temple... Hmm... That's not an option you'll even consider. It's time to get out of here. End of chapter three. Hi, Adam here. Thanks for listening to this chapter. If you like it, we'd really appreciate it if you shared it with a friend or gave us a rating. Join us on our Discord at warlocksandworkouts.com discord or unlock all chapters and new stuff by becoming a patron at warlocksandworkouts.com Patreon. Narration by Joshua Alt and authoring help by Christopher Ruz. Thanks, and see you next time.